I'm Michael Movestro, and you're listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast, Episode 2. The Vegas Bright Podcast. From VegasBright.com. So podcast, it's a Vegas podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Vegas Bright Podcast, Episode 2. I'm your host, Michael Movestro, and it's great to be here. On this day, the day right now is March 13th at 1.15 in the morning. I should have gone to bed, but I didn't, and I was working on articles, and then I knew it was like, oh, shit, I got to do the podcast, and here I am. Anyway, it's great to be here, and uh, thanks for... Uh, for clicking in or downloading or whatever you're doing to listen to this podcast. Uh, we are now available in iTunes and in Stitcher. So if you're on uh, an Apple device or an Android device, it's now easier to find us. Um, so that's done. Two things I could put off of the uh, the checklist. Check, check. iTunes, Stitcher. Good. That's kind of like when you're doing a podcast, you want to be in iTunes and Stitcher from what I understand. And so we're there now. Um, and you can find us by doing a search on iTunes or uh, finding us on Stitcher somehow. Um, I'm still not sure how all that works, but I know it works. That's all I know. Um, so last week was our very first episode of the Vegas Bright Podcast, and I got to tell you, I'm blown away with the welcome reception that uh, that we've received. Uh, there's a lot of uh, thanks and shout-outs I want to give to uh, so many people who have shared us on their, on their Twitter or on their Facebook page or on their forums or... Um, linked to us, um, mentioned us, mentioned us on their podcast. So many people that I want to thank, and I know I'm going to forget a bunch of people, um, but I want to thank Blonde Forever from uh, from here at Vegas Bright, and of course from the Las Vegas Forever forums. I want to thank Scott at Vital Vegas, Mark at Edge Vegas, uh, Sam Monsieur, again, Vegas Bright, Vegas Bright, uh, Tony and Mark at the 360 Vegas Podcast, Chris at Faces and Aces Podcast, Wow, thank you so much for the retweeting and all that stuff. Thanks so much. Um, Mitch and Dr. Kev at Tipping the Odds Las Vegas and Jason and Tony at Vice Lounge Online Podcast. Uh, Thank you, everybody. And, of course, the listeners, the people who tweeted me, hey, great show, just heard the podcast, really excited. Thank you for all that stuff. You have no idea uh, what that means, but it does absolutely mean a lot. Um, I have somewhat of a show plan. I didn't have notes last time. Um, and, uh, you know, as I understand the way podcasts work, it's good to have a plan. Some people script the whole thing. Um, I don't, I just, I can't make the time to do that. I, between what I, between my day job and Vegas Bright and, you know, uh, being a husband and all that stuff, I I just can't fit the time in there, but I have a plan and that'll keep me on track. Second episode, we're still getting our shit together. Um, oh, I'm still getting my shit together, but well, yeah. See, I'm I'm referring to me as we, but this isn't Vegas Bright where I'm usually speaking for many people. Well, I, uh, okay, moving along, right? Let's just do that. I'll just stick to my show plan and not get lost in thought. How about we do that? That works good for me. Hope it works good for you. So... There is a segment of the show today 
uh, called Not Our Sponsor. And what Not Our Sponsor is, you know what, you'll see what I mean. You'll, you'll get the gist of what the Not Our Sponsor segment is about um, when you give it a listen. Um, and, and then you'll know if you should actually take it seriously or not. How about we, how about we just put it that way? And we'll let this week's Not Our Sponsor speak for um, speak for itself, really. Yeah, let's do that. Each day in Las Vegas, hundreds of thousands of cars are left alone by their owners. While their owners are gambling, enjoying entertainment, or taking in a meal with friends, their innocent vehicles are neglected and unused in dark, hot parking structures. Hi, I'm not Sarah McLaughlin, but together we can do something to end vehicle disuse. For the price of almost $10 a day, you can assure that these cars receive a paid parking spot. Your contribution will help improve conditions at these parking structures. They'll provide, um, better lighting? And maybe occupancy sensors? Your payment helps provide food, water, and clothing for people who are already well off. Let's do our part and pay for parking today. VegasBright.com, the Vegasy website where the parking is free. And we are back at the Vegas Bright Podcast. See? I think you get it. I think you get how not our sponsor is going to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, moving along, uh, this is the point where we talk about... Uh, the Vegas Bright Week in Review. I'm getting used to reading notes off of the screen as I talk, so if I hear me say um and uh a lot, I'm trying to find something. But let's do the Week in Review uh, over at VegasBright.com. We published... How many stories are we published? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten articles um, last week, not including the article about the Vegas Bright podcast. Um... But starting it off uh, on Monday was Blonde Forever wrote an article called 10 Reasons Why I Love Binions. And she listed, think about it, 10 reasons, that's right, why she loves Binions. Binions in downtown Las Vegas. Um, And, you know, I said this last week, and I'll say it again, she's selling me on downtown. Any place where my money can last longer uh, than it normally does is is welcome game for me uh so um she has a lot of good reasons here um about why she loves binions i do love that brilliant blue she mentions i'm a fan of the color blue um the size of the casino uh the feeling of history that permeates binions i mean it's pretty much the place where you know the world series of poker was invented pretty much actually where poker got a name um very historic place. Uh, the quirkiness. Um, you can get a picture of yourself taken with a million bucks. Benny's Barbecue, which I need to try. Um, ribs. Uh, she's suggesting that ribs are a must-do on every trip, so I'm thinking I gotta try that out. They have a variety of slot machines. Uh, um, their club Binions, the Players Club, is genius. Um, and they're listed in the Las Vegas Advisor coupon book. Um 
there is more to what she was saying. I'm giving you a quick rundown of it, but you can go ahead and check it out at uh, VegasBright.com. Use a search feature for the word Binions. It should come right up. Um, as I mentioned last week, Frankie Marino, Marino, new headliner at Planet Hollywood. He's going to be bringing his 10-piece jazz band. Uh, the show is called Under the Influence. Tickets are on sale. Um, and they're going to have some... His uh, Apparently his girlfriend is from Dancing with the Stars, um, and she's doing all the choreography. Um, and the band is going to get involved in it somehow, so that's going to be interesting to see. Um, we had an article on Hidden Vegas. We like doing Hidden Vegas articles uh, because you get to learn these cool little things that sometimes there are things that are like hiding in plain sight and things that are not hiding in plain sight at all, and you have to really look and find out. Um, and we have a bunch of those articles on, on our website. Um, this one is about the... Uh, the horses uh, from the Excalibur show, Tournament of Kings, uh, their little training area behind Excalibur. Um, and uh, Greg was on the rooftop of one of these parking structures, and he got some some pics of these horses just, you know, you know, just uh, getting ridden back there behind, uh, behind Excalibur. That whole section where the horses are in that picture is actually going through a uh, construction phase, so not sure where they're going to move that. They'll probably... I'm sure they'll put them somewhere. It's not like they're going to cancel the Tournament of Kings show, so they'll they'll put them somewhere. Um, but yeah, interesting to see. Um, and um, oh man, I wish I can tell you some of the other uh, some of the other areas, some of the other things, other categories. But uh, you can definitely find that as well uh, by going to our site. Um, a new hotel is coming up by the T-Mobile Arena. Uh, it's going to be a Hilton Garden Inn. Uh, it's on the former um, area where the 702 gun range was on Tom. I think it was Tompkins and uh, darn it, I should just look at the article, right? It's on uh, Tompkins and uh, not Tropicana. No, that would make no sense. Uh, Tompkins and Dean Martin. I'm not editing this. It's on Tompkins and Dean Martin, uh, and it's just, you know, they, they cleared the land pretty much, and uh, they are going to be building up over there. What makes it a really convenient place is that it's right across the street from the T-Mobile Arena. Uh, paper Poster uh, took a picture of, you know, standing where the new place is going to be and pointed his camera right at the arena. It's right there. So this is a cool thing. I mean, hey, you know what? start building up the arena is going to be a big attraction and it's good news for hilton and um you know and the surrounding properties like the days in and all the other little places you know you're gonna see more occupancy because of this um there is a bit of a question in the comments about uh, if it really is that close or how are you supposed to cross the street and all that but it looks like they're going to be putting back the rest of the intersection over there on the on Tompkins across Dean Martin Drive because it wouldn't make any sense that everyone's going to be going in and out of the arena and the parking area through the strip, um, which is, I've crossed that section before where they're going to have people going in and out and it's, you know, it's kind of tricky. And uh, that area, you know, people don't always look where they're going. And, you know, Pape is pretty sure someone's going to get mauled by a truck or something. I would not be surprised, and it would be unfortunate if it happens, but I think it's going to happen. I think he's right. Um, we have another uh, article up. Uh, Greg C. Uh, checked out the T-Mobile Arena. He's been following it. Um, he has a nice, uh, uh, I, wanna, I don't know what to say, a repertoire. Uh, well, I guess uh, a collection of pictures that he started taking of the arena since it first started being built. 
Um, and we're going to put uh, out a nice little timeline, I think, on opening day of the arena um, just to show its progress from then to opening day. Um, so that's going to be cool. I'll be there that day. I'll be there for the opening um, and looking forward to that. But uh, Greg C., you know, great stuff. Uh, joined us uh, from uh, Vegas Chatter, and we're happy to say he's with us now. Uh, and he's been with us since we started back in August. So uh, uh, shout out to Greg C. on his Batman bird's eye view of just about everything that happens in Vegas. Um, there is a new golf driving range coming to town. It's called Top Golf. Uh, it's under construction right now. Um, it looks like it's closest to MGM Signature. But it is attached to the MGM Grand, and uh, this place basically has four levels and bars. It's got a couple of kitchens, a concert venue. It's going to have two swimming pools, uh, private event spaces, uh, things of that nature. Um, there's going to be 108 climate-controlled hitting bays, and uh, it's an interesting story about how the company started. It was started by a couple of brothers um who were at a driving range and was like there's got to be a better way to do this than the way it's done right now um so they came up with technology to put uh microchips in these golf balls and measure the distance the speed and all that stuff and they just wanted to like build an entire place around it that's how top golf came around top golf is not only in las vegas there's uh a bunch of them actually throughout the country um and a and uh, out in the UK as well. Um, so, you know, they've they've built a name for themselves and now they're taking it to Las Vegas. And uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see um, their website. Let me see. Is it uh, topgolf.com? And you can just look for the thing that says Las Vegas to check it out. They have a little sizzle video so you can see what the inside you can, you know, based on what they're going to show you in the video from other places, you have an idea of what to expect when you go to this one. Um, and it's it's coming along. I mean, they're making really good progress on it. Um, I spoke to the folks uh, over there at Top Golf, and I updated the article. Uh, they are planning to open uh, late May of this year, um, so a couple months away. Uh, they should be ready to go. So you can go ahead and check that out as well. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, there was an article on Cheyenne Jackson, uh, music from the Mad Men era at the Smith Center. Um, and um, that show was postponed, but uh, not sure what happened. Sam Monsieur, did, Sam Monsieur, hello Sam, did a write-up on it, and uh, he was set to attend and got postponed. But I think it ended up happening later on or something, but I'm not sure. Um, this was kind of a topic, actually. This was an interesting topic uh, this week. But at Link Promenade, the place that used to be Kitson, which uh, sold... You know, just uh, I, they called it the place for young starlets in Hollywood, and you'd find you know random celebrities shopping there and whatnot. And they had a bunch of locations around the country, and then they called it quits. Chapter Eleven, whatever happened, they closed up all their shops, uh, leaving a bunch of empty places, of course. And at Link Promenade, the remedy to that was here's a gift shop, and um, you know, in the comments, some people are happy about it, and some are like meh. But my thing about it was that I was surprised that, you know, it was a gift shop. It was a, it was a, what I liked about that building is like, as soon as you get to Link Promenade, you can see it because it's not, it's not a, you know, hanging out with the rest. It's like, it kind of stands out a little bit. And I thought it would be just a prime spot for, you know, something, you know, like, uh, all right. Back in the day, back when I started going to Vegas, um, 
uh, there was this uh, green screen with a motorcycle, um, and it was a little experience. It, it didn't it didn't have a big footprint. Um, you know, it was it was by Carnival Court. You know, so it was like that little area where you you're coming off the strip and you have to go around the 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 driveway for the cars to go underneath. You have to like you know make that left or make that right and go around and then continue your walk. And there is this, and they had a bunch of stuff there. They had a bunch of misters and, uh, you know, t-shirt peddling and all that crap. But there was this one thing that stood out and it was this booth and it was a green screen and in front of the green screen was a motorcycle and a couple of cameras. And, um, you know, it was, and you, I forget what the price was, but you would hop on this motorcycle. They would make a video of you. The background would be like, you're driving through Las Vegas and the cops are chasing you. Uh, no, you just robbed a bank or something. Yeah, I think that you robbed a bank and the cops are chasing you. And, you know, uh, the little stage assistant you know, throws you a bag of money. So you're holding it under your arm while you're like, you know, riding around on this motorcycle, you know, and it was really cool, you know. I mean, yeah, a little kishy, but it was really cool, you know. And it was what I liked about it, it was a small footprint, but it provided you with this really cool experience, you know, that you get to like show all your friends, like, hey, check out what I did, you know. And, and it was cool. I, I, I was, I would kind of like to see more things like that happening, um, you know. And it was brilliant. And those those guys made a killing. They made a killing. They made so much money. And there was an article about this. We're talking years ago uh, when they renovated and redid uh, Carnival Court that they, they were pulling in like millions of bucks a year or something like that. But I, I would have to find it. Um, but yeah, it would just be cool to see something like that. Like just, you know, these little 10 minute experiences you can have, you know, and, and, and have something to show for it. I would, I would just kind of like to see more of that stuff happening. That's all. It's, uh, you know, it's you're just walking by and kind of a spur of the moment thing where you're not like, you know, you're not lining up for tickets or having to do too much research on it. It was just there. It was a lot of fun. It looked, you know, like you'd get a kick out of it and you just go and you do it. And it was pretty cool. Um, so my whole thing was, it'd be nice to see something like that. Um, the thing is, you know, there's a lot of gift shops, there's gift shops everywhere. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have a gift shop there. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, wherever you can put something that's going to make money, go ahead. Um, but it's just like uh, a gift shop. We got that at the link, got that at Flamingo, and you got that just about every other place. But who knows? You know, maybe the uh, the folks who go in just for the high roller, you know, aren't visiting too many other places. Uh, maybe they figured, hey, let's put a gift shop right here. And I don't know. I'm not sure what the thinking was. Uh, one of the comments was that they feel that this is a temporary solution. This came in from, okay, I'm going to butcher this name. And I apologize. Moreno Appa. How's that? Moreno Appa? Moreno Appa? Moreno I'm just going to say Moreno Appa. Yeah, okay. If I said it wrong, I again, I, I Moreno APA. Uh, yeah, I'm getting it wrong. My apologies. But anyway, uh says it looks like a temporary solution. Some people thought it, that this space would be occupied by In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, that's right. And she reminded me of that when she said that. But it seems that, or he, I have no idea. I'm just guessing since it ends with an A, that it's female, that she's female, that this person is female. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it's a guy who identifies as a female. Maybe it's a female who identifies as a man. I have no idea. There's no picture to go with it. I have no clue. I'll just say this, this individual reminded me <laughs> that this space would be occupied by In-N-Out Burger. Uh, it seems that Link's managers want to maintain a balance between commercial and eateries, which makes sense. I hope they find a new strong tenant to this prime location. 
that would have been a kick-ass place for an In-N-Out burger. That really would have been. But yeah, I can see why they would want to balance it out. Absolutely. You don't want it to just become a big food court after a while. You know, you want to have different things, different names showing up there. So totally makes sense. Patrick said, isn't there already a gift shop on the promenade next to the Flamingo entrance? To, I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> but each hotel does have a gift shop. Uh, per Edge Vegas, there's two Starbucks per property. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, Flamingo definitely has a gift shop. And I'm pretty sure the link has a gift shop too. Uh, Jackie said it was very, very fitting and gets, gets a lot of foot traffic. Smart place to put it. Uh, Paul W. says Kitson was hilariously, hilariously priced even for Las Vegas. Uh, he was not shocked that it closed. Um, and then we have Deb, who I think is standing up for the uh, gift shop. She says, I go to Vegas a lot, and over the years, I've probably bought every piece of crap in every gift shop. That's my thing. <laughs> so they'll get my business. Uh, Kitson was overpriced anyway. Thank you, Deb. Uh, so yeah, that one got a lot of, a lot of feedback on that article um, this week. Uh, we got pictures of Beer House. Beer House. Ugh, I, I can't pull off a good German accent. Um, but uh, it's taking shape at the park. I'm looking at it as being uh, MGM's response to Beer Park at the Paris. That's, that's kind of what I think this is about. Um and wrapping it up for last week, Michael James makes his writing return to Vegas Bright uh, with Las Vegas as America's new bowling capital, with a question mark. And he talks about bowling tournaments, and he's talking about uh, a lot of those tournaments that happen in Reno, uh, how a lot of these are starting to happen in Vegas, and uh, it just might be the new bowling mecca, if you will. Um, he goes into great detail with it, though, so definitely check it out. In fact, any article that I don't write on that site, you're going to be sitting down for a good read. Um, my articles are very short to the point. I'm going to tell you, here's what's happening. Here's some pictures. Here's what we know. Here's when we think it's going to open. And I'm to the point because I write a bunch of articles a week, so I have to combine my writing time and condense it, which means the articles get condensed. Now, if I had like five other writers, I would definitely write some nice, long, good read articles. I find my longest articles are the ones um, from experiences like, like oh, that freaking delicious burger. Oh, my God. Oh, and that steak I got. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm not a foodie. I, I swear. I am not a foodie. So that's what was going on this week in Vegas Bright. And, um, or I should say the Vegas Bright Week in Review. I got to get little like segments like the Vegas Bright Week in Review. You know, things like that. Um, so I, I can, you know, play a little something so you know what's coming. Um, that's pretty much it for this week in review. I am so tired. I am so sorry. Um, but we have more stuff, of course. So when we come back, we will be taking a look of what we're working on for next week. Uh, be sure to keep it tuned here. I mean, clicked here, streamed here. This ain't radio anymore. To the Vegas Bright Podcast. 
LasVegasBright.com. We're not only a podcast. We cover news about shows, hotels, restaurants, and gambling. We also feature the Vegasy buzz around town like new construction, renovations, and future openings, as well as reviews of places to eat, experiences, hotel stays, and new things to do. And occasionally, we offer a sneak peek behind construction walls to see how a new place is coming along. VegasBright.com. See, that was painless. All right, so we're back at the Vegas Bright Podcast, and we're going to be talking about um, things that you can expect this week on VegasBright.com. Wait, right? No? Oh, we're not doing that. Oh. All right, then. All right, then how about we do something else? Um, let's see. We did the Week in Review. Ah, following show notes, following show notes, trying to be organized but finding chaos. All right, then. Um, the stories for this week are still developing. You know, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek about this week. Screw it. I said I was going to do it. I'm going to do it. Now I have to give it to you, right? Um, so the, the stories are still developing and all the facts aren't in. So I'm kind of like not sure what I want to say is going to happen and what's not going to happen. Um, there are roads being paved at the park. Paper posters got the pictures. Greg C. is... Uh, has got some pictures for us of the park and the theater. Um, we seem to cover that a lot. We're just kind of excited about it. Um, Bond Forever on Monday has an article out calling being recompensed for your inconvenience. I'll tell you, it might rile some people up and it might not rile some people up. You're going to have to read it and find out. Uh, that'll be going up Monday morning. Uh, Bond Forever's article. Uh, Alex Kosilova is coming back as a writer this week. Uh, might not hear from him for another two or three months, but we're always glad when he does drop by. He's got an article for us called The Wimp's Guide to Start Playing Craps. If you've always wanted to play craps, but you see that table and you're like, uh, 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 he's got a primer for you that's going to hopefully help you out. Might help me out too, because I have the same issue. Like, I want to play craps. And I see all this people around a rowdy table and, rawr, 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 and it's like, uh, I don't want to mess things up. And then I just don't play. And I sit at that, that, that machine, that electronic version. Um, you know, and do that instead. And it's not the same. It doesn't seem, it's not as fun as all, even if things are going good at that machine, it's not as fun as what it looks like when people are actually playing, you know, we'll say the analog version of craps. Um, my goodness. Sam Monsieur has an article coming up, um, about cameo who is performing at Westgate. Um, I'm still kind of 50, 50 on the American barn and grill. um, we got some Pac-12 stuff, just a little article about Pac-12 and the future. Um, and a former space that the, that the MGM Grand has been taken over by something else during NBR. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, and that place that took it over is staying. It's kind of weird. It's called Losers Most Wanted, and we'll have the article on that this week as well. Um other things might pop up as it tends to happen during the week. Something will usually happen or I'll get a tip or whatever, and that'll change the schedule around of what's going to go on this week and what isn't going to go on this week. But that's just an idea. Some of the stuff we're working on. So, yeah, so now we're going to do Vegas around the web. Pew, 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 pew. It is time for Vegas around the web. Web, web, web. Yeah, that's, I'll, I'll have to make something. Um, you know what I've discovered, actually? I listened to this first podcast from, from last week. realized I did not drink any water during the show. And that towards the end of the show, my voice got really, really hoarse. So I am going to 
have a little bit of a sip of water here. And uh, I probably should have done this when I was playing that promo, but I didn't. But the cool thing is, you know what's really cool about it is that I can just go ahead and pull up one of my instant players and uh, take, a, take a quick sip. Yeah, I think I might just do that. VegasBright.com, the Vegasy website where the parking is free. Man, that water was delicious. Okay, had to try to swallow it before that promo ended. I do everything live, by the way, so it's not like I hit pause and then go do something and come back. I give it to you as real as it is. All right, so Vegas around the web. Back to my notes. Um, VegasSolo.com had an article called Happiness is a Leisurely Morning by the Pool. And uh, interesting article. I mentioned it's late. It's super late. It's so, so late. Okay, VegasSolo.com. Um, and she's got an article, Happiness is a Leisurely Morning by the Pool. And she's got one of Aria's pools in there. And she's got the Downtown Grand Pool. Um, um, I think that's the one... I think that's the one they're calling citrus now I'm not sure um, could be wrong um, and she just gives her review on these pools um, and looks like she was having just a nice chill time by the pool and decided to write about it that's a pretty cool experience so definitely check her out go to vegasolo.com I'm pretty sure at the date that I'm recording this that's the article you should see at the top um, also around the web, details are revealed for the Monte Cristo Cigar Bar at Caesars Palace. This article brought to us by EdgeVegas.com. Uh, Mark, over at Edge Vegas. We had a little thing on Vegas Bright about the cigar bars that were coming uh, to uh, to the Strip. And I think we gave, yeah, we gave Monte Cristo. Because how could you not remember that? Yeah, it's named. it sounds like it's named after a sandwich, right? Uh, of course, the sandwich was probably named after something else, but still. Um, Monte Cristo Cigar Bar at Caesars Palace. Mark says it looks pretty sweet and that it should be open, and he and he italicizes and bolds. It should be open before March ends. Um, he's got details and renderings. You can check it out at edgevegas.com. Uh, he's got a little slideshow going on, a little slideshow action over there. You know, it looks pretty all right. You know, pretty all right. So if uh, you're down with uh, cigars uh, and you know, just want a new place to go and and uh, have some uh, have some smoke, uh, that's a, that's a place you can go check out. I don't I don't smoke cigars. I don't know anything about the lingo or the texture or what it's supposed to be like. Although I did learn a few things listening to the Vice Lounge online. Uh, earlier this week so I was like oh that's that's what it's supposed to be so I was what I like about Vice Lounge is that you would think it's going to be a really snooty kind of show because it's like oh we talk about fine spirits and cigars and gaming in Las Vegas and you know so you think that it's going to be oh yes I just love that little cigar I had over there because you know it's just wonderful oh and the bourbon I was so so touched by the taste of my tongue I just have to go out for more <laughs> but it's not like that at all um it's really cool so I would suggest you check out Vice Lounge OL and uh you know don't be surprised just you know if you're like oh I don't know about that bourbon stuff and those cigars and that seems oh you know and the fine textures of just check it out just check it out you might realize oh okay that's all right kind of dig that it's pretty cool at least that's how it worked for me um 
All right, moving along to the next uh, Vegas around the web. Um, man, Edge Vegas was busy. Uh, the Still brings you beer in time for March Madness at Mirage. Uh, so at edgevegas.com, he's talking about The Still. The Still is a place, I believe, that replaced Revolution Lounge at the Mirage. And I don't want to get started about Revolution Lounge because it'll, it'll probably make me sad. Yes, Revolution Yep, it replaced Revolution Lounge. Uh, the Still Crafts, Drafts, and Eats will take over the space. Open in time for the first weekend of March Madness. And he's got a look at the beer menu. Um, not bad. Not, not not as pricey as I... Well, well, all right, that's kind of pricey right there. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Delirium Treeman's Strong Golden at 12 bucks, But there are other prices there as well. I see a lot of $9 items. I guess maybe this is, isn't really overpriced for Vegas. It's overpriced for me, though. I like, you know, getting, like, I don't know, a six-pack for, like, four bucks. Um... It'll be open at 8 a.m. for the first round of the NCAA tournament. For the rest of the details, check it out at edgevegas.com. So, yeah, I don't want to get into the whole thing about, you know, the Mirage um, and the Revolution Lounge. Um, You know, it's kind of personal to me, kind of personal. It's just one of those things that I was like, I want to go and see it one day, and then it was gone, and it's just kind of sad. But it, it made me realize that, you know, uh, don't put off something. Um, otherwise, it might be gone and all that. Lesson learned, blah, blah, blah. A Lifetime original movie. Moving along, uh, uh, Vital Vegas uh, has uh, Guy Fieri's El Burro Baracho opens at Rio, Las Vegas. Um, and we mentioned this last week. I think Vegas Eater had an article on this, so it got mentioned in Around the Web. But, you know, it's always cool to see Scott's take on something. Uh, at Vital Vegas because, you know, he just has this way of being funny and snarky. Um, but he's also got pictures. The food looks freaking delicious, uh, I got to tell you. So go and check that out at vitalvegas.com um, and check it out. And in case you would like to have your website, if you're listening, you know, if you are if you have a Vegas website with articles and stuff like that and you don't hear it get mentioned, send me an email. Actually, I should announce this. We have an email address strictly for this podcast. Send us an email at podcast at Um And, you know, we'll try to get you up in the feed should we deem your site worthy. When I say deem your site worthy, I mean if you're running articles that are clearly sponsored, like a very generic article about something that links, that links directly to an online gaming site... Because I've gotten those emails so many times as as the editor-in-chief of Vegas Bright. Someone, hey, um, I would like to, you know, write articles for your site that will link back to my gaming site. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And he'll give me very generic titles. Like, you could tell he has these and he probably has them all over the internet. Um, don't send me any of that, really. That's not going to happen. I don't... I don't that's not going to happen. But if you have a, a Vegas website and, you know, you'd like to be featured in our news around the web... You know, send us an email, podcast at VegasBright.com. Or if you have any any questions that you want me to try to answer, I can't say on the air, but on the podcast, again, podcast at VegasBright.com. Um, and I'll be happy to give it a shot. Um, and that's all I have for Vegas Around the Web. Okay. Um, now, this is going to be fun. I have a music segment. That's right. Music. 
on a podcast. And I got to tell you, it's really hard to find music that's okay to be used in a podcast. There are a lot of laws against music in podcasts, uh, especially if they're copyrighted. Um, yeah, like I can't tell you how many licenses you normally would have to get to play a song in a podcast. It's ridiculous. Luckily, I found one on the public domain. It's copyright free. Um, so mechanical license and everything, it means you can stream it, you can download it, you could put it in your podcast and let other people download it. I could put it in the show notes for this podcast with a, with a link and you can download it from there. So good. And that's fine because I saw the title and I was like, yes, this is what I want. So the name of the song is Stardust. And the reason why I chose this song is, uh, when I first started going to Las Vegas, I went there, uh, let's see, it was July. It was July of 2009. And the Stardust was gone. And growing up, you know, anytime I heard something about Las Vegas, and I was I was I, I was born and raised in New York, so you know, you hear about Las Vegas, you mostly hear about Atlantic City, but you hear about Las Vegas here and there. And I've always heard about the Stardust. And uh to me, the Stardust just seemed to be like the very embodiment of of the image that my young mind can possibly process for Las Vegas. And, you know, it just makes me think of, you know, just just what it was like back then. You know, the opening day of the Stardust, you know, over there what was it was it in the 60s, I think. And um, just what a place that might have been, what how magical it could have been. I really dig things about old Vegas. I really dig Vegas history stuff and and then learning new things about Vegas and 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 its history, you know, how it began. You know, and I just love all of that stuff. And when I think about the Stardust, you know, to me, it just seems a shame that it's gone. Yeah, sure. You know, they had, you know, little organized crime issues and some sort of a skimming operation that was mentioned in the movie Casino. But still, when you think back to like old Vegas, the Stardust, the Stardust just stands out, you know. And the unfortunate thing is that the Stardust was uh, demolished to make way for, you know, this new exciting thing that was going to happen called Echelon Place. Um, and, of course, Echelon Place didn't exactly complete. They started up in, uh, when did they start up in 2008? Got a couple of levels done, two, three levels done, and uh, the Great Recession happened. And, uh, of course, that project was halted. Yep, yep, and just sat there, and sat there, and sat there. Uh, twenty thirteen, the Jensen Corporation came around. They planned to build Resorts World. Well, they finished a parking structure. They had a construction crew of twenty to forty people on the site. When you compare that to a city center, they had eighty thousand people on the site, or eight thousand people. Uh, I'm getting my numbers mixed up. But you can see there is a vast difference. Well, the parking structure is done, but what's happening with the rest of it? Rumor is, Jack. Jack is happening with the rest of it. Rumor is, it's probably not going to happen. We shall see. Um, a lot of the funding came from, F, what's it called, M5? M5 visas or something like that. I don't have the terminology in front of me. A lot of that money is drying up. 
China's economy is going into the toilet. And uh, there's rumors that this thing might not ever finish. Um, one source who I've spoken with says that in June of this year, it's going to ramp up. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, and it's just kind of sad to see that part of the strip. You know, it's, it's when, when I'm out there and I just see this vacant land with, you know, unfinished things. It's just like, ugh, come on. Come on, Vegas. You're greater than that. You know? And uh, it's just sad to see, you know, just if, if, if they could turn back time and take a peek into the future, I would like to think that the Stardust would still be standing as well as a bunch of other places on that side of the strip that are gone. But, you know what they say, you got to move forward, right? You got to move forward. Without the demolition of the dunes, there'd be no Bellagio. Without the demolition of the sands, there'd be no Venetian or Palazzo. And it's my hope that the current project on the old Stardust site actually comes to fruition. And with that, a note to the LVCVA. I really hope you guys have a long-term plan for that Riviera space. I really hope you're really sure this whole thing is going to work out. Because think about it. You're getting rid of the Riviera. I hope you guys have a really good backup plan. A long-term plan to ensure that your plans will complete. Because we've seen it before, and it hasn't offered much. And speaking of which, some of that funding, public funding, the Sands Corporation is pissed about it and wants to block it. So who knows what's going to happen? Are they going to bring down the Riviera to have more empty space? Or will it actually succeed and go according to plan? Who knows? We'll have to find out in the future. But with that, an homage to the Stardust. This is the U.S. Army Blues Band. The name of the song is Stardust. And you're listening to it right here on the Vegas Bright Podcast.
VegasBrights.com. All your Vegasy things, no resort fees. And we are back. An homage, my homage to Stardust. The U.S. Army Band with the song Stardust right here on the Vegas Bright Podcast. I'm actually more awake now than I was before after hearing that song. What do you know about that? I should have played that song in the beginning because then I would have been more focused for the rest of the show. And I realized that before I played the song, I said an homage. I might have said an homage <laughs> to the Stardust. And I meant homage. Um, so anyway, that's that. Thank you for joining me this week. I'm still getting used to reading notes off of this screen here, and um, I'll probably get better at that, I'm sure. Not sure what's planned for next week. I normally just think about the show during the week and then come up with something here and there and see how it's going to go, and then we have a show, and that's the way it works. Um, So that's it, and I am out of here for tonight. going to pop this thing up on Libsyn and... Let it populate wherever else it populates, iTunes, Stitcher, and all that wonderful stuff. So with that, thank you for tuning in, and it was great to be here one more time, uh, joining you and sitting here and having a discussion with all of you wonderful people. Um, if you have any questions or whatever, want to give props or shout-outs, feel free to send me an email at podcast at vegasbright.com. If you're a band and want to get your songs on the show, again, use that same email address. You can find us on Twitter at Vegas Bright Site. You can find us on Facebook at Vegas Bright Site. Check us out. We have articles all week long on VegasBright.com Monday through Friday. I'm Michael Bovestro. Shout outs to everybody listening. Thank you all so much and we'll see you next time.